Welcome to episode 179. Today I'll be going over the notable news and updates from the week of September 18, 2023. First up, uh, YouTube has made an announcement on uh, a few products that they're going to launch early next year. Uh, they are going to be uh, <clears throat> uh, AI Insights, which produces new video ideas based on what creators' audiences are watching. Dream Screen, a generative AI tool that allows YouTube Shorts users to create unique backgrounds by typing in a prompt. Assistive Search for creator music, which suggests soundtracks based uh, for videos. And allowed a dubbing tool that translates videos into various languages. With that, let's jump into the next update, which is Google has this new thing called Checkout Journey Report. And the goal of this report is to basically help you, the e-commerce site owner, to find out, okay, where are the drop-off points? right you know from uh, assuming you're using Google Analytics and then you know obviously if you do you will have those uh, GA4 events that is getting triggered and then it's gonna help you okay from begin checkout to actual checkout happening where the drop-offs are like you know and you could use those numbers to decide huh oh, I seem to lose a lot of users between say adding credit card info and adding shipping info and by the way I'm just using this as an example and then you're gonna get a clear picture and then you could actually tweak and modify things okay Next up, uh, GA4, some transitions shocker. This week, what happened was a lot of users uh, found out, or actually someone, let me see who this was. Uh, one of the users basically found out uh, that, you know, Google Analytics went ahead and basically did the goal migration from Universal Analytics to GA4. Uh, and then obviously they were raising concerns and Google Ads liaison, uh, Jeannie Marvin uh, basically wrote, uh, some advertisers have noticed our system making changes to GA4 conversion action into Google Ads account. Uh, this is the conversion swapping piece of the setup assistant migration process with the turndown of Universal Analytics. Now that with the turndown process taking some time, we understand that some advertisers may be caught off guard with these changes being made now and I apologize for the confusion. Now, if you don't want this conversion to happen automatically, there is a way for you to turn it off. Uh, these steps are actually in the show notes. So go ahead and check that out and you will find it there. Other than that, there's nothing else for you to do. Microsoft is planning to use generative AI uh, in their ads business. Uh, the three things that you need to know is they're going to launch this ad called Compare and Decide Ads. That's going to come in the form of closed beta in early 2024. So you still have a few months before you see that. And Compare and Ad Decide Ad is going to actually show up in the Bing chat, which is powered by, again, AI. Uh, then they're going to actually expand on ads for chat API. Uh, right now, they are in partnership with Snapchat and Excel Springer. Apparently, Snapchat has used that to show uh, to ads to 150 million people. So Microsoft is very happy about that. And the third thing is Copilot for Microsoft Ads. Uh, it's specifically designed for advertisers and agencies. Copilot is a new tool that will leverage AI to generate recommendations for product images, headlines, and descriptions. Okay, uh, Microsoft is planning to do an open beta for this in the next few months. The other thing uh, Microsoft has announced or not announced has actually shared is like a lot of users are saying, you know, hey, you're using a lot of website owners are saying, you know, hey, you're using our content and showing it in Bing chat and we're not getting the credit. 
uh, Microsoft is, hey, if you don't want your content to show up in Bing chat, then you can use the meta tags no cache and no archive to limit a block content in Bing chat. However, it is important to note that the content blocked from Bing chat will still be visible in regular Bing search results. Now, it's up to you whether you want to actually show your content on Bing chat or not on show on Bing chat. I would say either way. Uh, I, I would say do not show it because if you're not going to create, why do you want to show your content? You have worked hard uh, and someone else is going to just take all your content. So probably you can use a no cache and no archive uh, option. Okay, index now is something uh, that was covered in episode 90 and today we are doing recording 179. So that was a long time back. That was in early 2022. Index now is basically a protocol or a, it was just a plugin that allowed a website WordPress websites to signal uh, search engines, yeah, primarily Microsoft, Bing, and Yandex that, hey, there is a content change, go ahead and come back and, you know, uh, here's the content change, come and, you know, basically uh, get the content. Okay, and now it's that index now plugin is integrating with Wix natively and this is a big news for Microsoft being only because 60 million Wix, there are 60 million website Wix websites uh, so apparently uh, they are publishing about 14 billion URLs daily uh, no oh sorry I missed missed the thing so basically this means 60 million Wix websites can swiftly update their content changes in search engine results uh, and once you do it, it's enabled by default, so you really don't have to do anything uh, if you're a Wix user. Uh, Microsoft is saying goodbye to uh, Link's Disavow tool. Link's Disavow tool was launched uh, back in 2012. It's about 11 years ago, and back then it was a big thing. Now Microsoft is saying, hey, uh, we have advanced up so much that we don't need this tool anymore. Again, if you are unsure what a Link's Disavow tool does it's basically request for search engines to ignore links to your domain and it was back in the day it was a big thing because you know uh, you know backlinking was back big back then and so basically a lot of bad seo practitioners put links into spammy websites porn websites and linked it back uh, that was one and the other thing is you know, a lot of competitors used to do it what's called a negative seo campaign but since then search engines has evolved uh, and google for example is more into helpful content updates so this doesn't really matter anymore so microsoft is retired it. Okay, <clears throat> uh, Microsoft is adding new functionalities to the big webmaster tools. Uh, now they're going to show data um, back in the past, Bing only displayed web search and scrolling data. The updated report now provides metrics on Bing images, videos, news, knowledge panels, and chat data. However, however, users cannot filter solely by Bing chat. It's combined with web data. So it's still not perfect, but it still gives you a little bit more insights as to what's happening uh, with the status of your uh, content. And if you want to unlock better visibility with, uh, in terms of what's happening uh, with, my, with your website in the world of Microsoft, then Microsoft, you want to use this tool called uh, Microsoft Webmaster Tool. Uh, and because they have rolled out enhanced sitemap reporting features that aimed at improving website index coverage and user experience. These new features provide webmasters with a deeper understanding of how Bing web indexes their sites. Key enhancements include a page that displays all submitted and submitted and organically discovered sitemaps, complete with submission dates, status reports, last scroll dates, and account of URLs found. The update also offers a detailed breakdown of the index indexing status for URLs. 
So I hope you will find this helpful and you probably want to take advantage of it and use it. Next up, Microsoft introduces video and CTV ads. Uh, so with the video and CTV ads, you can show your uh, ads on popular streaming platforms such as Max, Hulu, Bloomberg, as well as sites like MSN, Huffington Post, and Wall Street Journal. So if you're in the market for, you know, uh, if you're in the market to show your ads in any one of those platforms, go ahead and use it in Microsoft uh, CTV ads. Okay, next up, moving into the world of Google, Google has taken a U-turn and Google is now saying, yes, we admit we sometimes we do uh, play around with the ad costs, especially to make our numbers for Wall Street uh, at the end of the quarter. And back in 2015, Google's uh, Jerry... Dishler firmly stated we are not manipulating search results, results or manipulating the ad auction in order to increase profits. This is 2015. Now, as you may know, Google is actually going through the court. Google, the U.S. Department of Justice and some of the states have actually filed a lawsuit against Google. So during this thing, when this same guy went to court and had to t testify, he's saying, yeah, sometimes we do tweak it, right? And again, guys, if you didn't, if you think that Google, Facebook, LinkedIn, they don't play around and tweak the ad cost, then I guess we have been living under a rock. I mean, this is the business. There's no checks and balance. So they can do whatever we want. It's a black box. They just say, this is your cost. This is your cost. This system is full of, uh, I guess, leaks and vestiges. It is the way world we play in, right? Okay. Uh, Google Ads updates mispresentation, updates misrepresentation policy and what this, it's takes effect in November 21, 2023. And what basically means is that if you, the key change involves the removal of non-fulfillment of a product or service due to lack of qualification. So it's no, this non-fulfillment of a product or service, it's no longer in the uh, misleading representation category. Instead, it is now falling under unacceptable business practices policy. And what this means is that if they catch you, they can actually cancel your ad account right away. So you need to be careful of how your ads are run, what you're claiming in your ad and things like that. Okay, uh, Google Ads, there's a new indicator called Limited by Bid Strategy. And Google's Jeannie Marvin says, you know what, this is a relatively new indicator that may appear when the system determines that the campaign can get more conversion values at a similar return or ad spends or conversion at the target CPA with a value-based bidding strategy. So again, this is a, one of those Google's nudge to make you scare, hey, you're missing out, uh, then go ahead and convert into any one of them, which is a good thing and a bad thing depending on how you look at it. Uh, some people were concerned that you know maybe Google is trying to remove manual CPC completely. Um, Google still hasn't commented on that, but just so that you know, if you log into Google Ads dashboard and you see uh, limited by bid strategy, it may mean that you Google is nudging you to change into one of those, uh, you know, other uh, ad uh, bidding strategy. Okay, uh, Google is saying, look, uh, you know, you should not add important content before your CSS elements such as before or after, or sorry, you should not add significant content or symbols using the before or after CSS pseudo elements. Now, if this is a mouthful for you or you are not sure what this means, that basically means talk to your developer and tell them, you know, do not put like, big blob of important text and wrap it around before and after CSS elements, right? Google's uh, system cannot, uh, you know, process it. 
And this is not something new. It was just an unspoken rule. And now Google is updating the documentation and making it very, very uh, clear that, look, do not put... Uh, I mean, yeah, it's going to look very fancy on your website, but it's not. It's unreadable by the search engine. That's what Google is saying. And Google is basically saying links are no longer a top three ranking signal. <laughs> we talked about uh, disavow tool. Now this one is coming up. Uh, Gary Ellis at the PopCon, uh, Gary Ellis, who is in the Google search team, uh, went into PopCon and they says, you know, we do not look at, we do not use link as a ranking signal anymore, all right? Uh, basically, and he says, over the past few years, Google has been subtly reducing the emphasis on links in its ranking algorithm. Uh, and that's about all you need to know. Next up, uh, so this is something from the search of the record podcast episode where John Mueller and Google Gary Ilias emphasized that the quality of content is the main factor guiding Google's indexing and crawling choices. Even though top-notch content does not ensure the highest ranking, it significantly affects Google's engagement with websites. Ilias stressed that quality is crucial across all search systems, affecting everything from sitemaps to rankings. He said quality affects pretty much everything that the search systems do. The most important is quality. It's quality. It's always quality. And I think externally people don't necessarily want to believe it, but the quality, that's the biggest dri biggest driver for most of the indexing and crawling decisions that we make, right? So we have talked about it. I have spoken about helpful content, okay? So I will read what more is that was said over there. The quality of a website can influence how it's crawled, even for newer websites. For instance, when Google finds a new new page via sitemaps, it assesses the quality of a previously crawled pages to decide if the new page should be crawled. Ilias pointed out that the different website sections might have varying quality levels. If a section consistently offers excellent content, it might be treated differently than the another section known for subpar content. Conversely, sections with persistent low quality content might be crawled less. He used, user, he used user generated content as an example, noting that if a UGC section consistently has poor content, it might affect Google's crawling approach for that section. Ilias assured listeners that it is possible to enhance their site's quality even if it's if it once had inferior content. He suggests that site owners delete poor content to improve the overall site quality. Doing so can positively shift Google's view of the site, potentially affecting its crawling and indexing strategies. During the chat, Ilias also addressed some common SEO myths. He clarified that duplicate, co duplicate content isn't always pro problematic and affiliate links are fine as long as they are accompanied by unique and valuable content. This principle applies to translated content too, through ma though manual checks of machine translations are advised. On the topic of affiliate link sites, Ilias emphasized that the focus isn't solely on affiliate link. He mentioned if a product is reviewed, pictures are taken, and unique content is created, it counts as high-quality content. With that, folks, that's it for this week in marketing. I hope this was helpful. Until next week, signing off. Bye-bye.